What's going on, everybody? This is the episode number 45 of the First and Frame Rates podcast. I am your host, VF Baller, and today I'm going to talk about a lot of topics pertaining to sports and sports gaming, uh, mostly in the football realm. A lot of things have been going on the past few weeks. Uh, If you want to check this podcast out, you can catch me on SoundCloud. You can catch me on iTunes. Um, Just search both first and frame rates. You'll find it there. My two co-hosts that are usually here, uh, they pretty much have their own situations going on. They're not going to be here once again today. But, um, you know, like we said from the beginning, uh, for the most part, we've been doing this just for fun. You know, haven't really taken it to the next level to make it any thing uh permanent or serious for that matter so i know they have lives as well so um i'm not going to pressure them to try to get here and try to do the podcast because there's other things that they have to do on as um on their time uh but for me i want to try to keep this going this ongoing thing so i hope you guys really check us out uh like i said soundcloud itunes i'm trying to get this on other platforms um just search first and frame rates i also put the uh I also put the podcast up on YouTube as well a few days after this um, podcast is uploaded to those other platforms. So you can always check us out there as well. Um, that's going to be under the Silent Gamer uh, YouTube channel. So you can check us out of those three areas. And that's that's how the best way to catch us. And I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Uh, like I said, uh, various topics I want to get into. First of all, uh, as the time of this podcast, the po- college football playoff rankings have come out. I'm going to discuss those real quick. Also, um, I want to talk about this Ruben Foster situation, how that is turned out, him getting signed by the Redskins. Uh, also, I want to talk about the Green Bay Packers because it seems like that's a team that's pretty much fallen from grace. And uh, and we're going to talk about the changes that, that may or may not need to change there. And I want to close it out with a couple of uh, topics that I got from a couple people on my Twitter uh, page. Um, and you can also catch me on Twitter at, at VFBaller as well. So uh, the two topics there, we're going to talk about a little bit of gaming. And it's going to be pertaining to Madden and um, possibly another company making a football game. What are my thoughts about those Um Pretty much it just ties into another company making the game and, I, and just giving out my thoughts about it. So um, we'll get into those. But first, we're going to talk about these college playoff rankings. Uh, Look like everything uh, got shaken up a little bit once Michigan lost to Ohio State. Ohio State jumps up to number six. So they're on the outside looking in, uh, as well as Oklahoma. Oklahoma is up to number five. Uh, number four, Georgia jumps up to number four, uh, and um, so they're in the playoff. And if everything was to be uh, set in stone right now, um, obviously you have the three teams that are undefeated right now: Notre Dame three, Clemson number two, Alabama's number one. Um, UCF has not getting any love. They're number eight, and um, I don't see them getting any love for the most part. I think they are undefeated. Yes, they are. But I don't think they have um, the pedigree to actually say they need to be in a playoff. Um, I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think they played anybody with a winning record this year. And um, and I'm I hate for it to be used against them. But the fact that their quarterback went down with a really really bad um, knee injury uh, that kind of messed everything up for them as far as them making a case. So with that being said. Um, Georgia goes back to the scene of the crime. 
where Alabama beat them in the national title game. Uh, that's going to be happening um, this Saturday as of this recording. Uh, number four versus number one, the SEC championship game. Um, these two are going to be playing for the SEC title. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting game. I know a lot of people are still trying to pull for Georgia because people are tired of seeing Alabama win. Um, I'm from Georgia, so I would love to see that happen. But uh, I'm just looking at. I mean, I don't think I don't think Alabama is necessarily uh, a juggernaut as if they were like years past. Don't get me wrong; they're a very good team, but it's just that some teams they let some teams hang around for a little bit too long. Some teams actually scored on them pretty well. They have a fantastic quarterback, but outside of that. I don't see any, like, weapons on offense like I'm normally seeing. It's kind of like the opposite of what Alabama usually do. Alabama usually have, like, a mediocre quarterback with a bunch of weapons around them. Now it's the other way around. Don't get me wrong. Judy is very fast. They have a pretty decent running game. Um, but I, I'm not seeing that explosive type of offense that that what the other skill players are doing. You know, Tua is amazing, and... For the most part, it looked like he's just been, I'm not saying necessarily carrying them, but he's been making an offense go, and it's very uncharacteristic for an Alabama team. Um, the defense has always been there. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And um, I think at the end of the day, I just think they're going to shut Georgia down. It's just something about Alabama. They always try to find a way to win a game, and I think Georgia has a, a really good shot. But it's just something about Alabama. I think they're just going to shut them down. It may be a close game, but you just don't know because sometimes Alabama keeps it close, and then, then again they'll you know they'll just blow you out after after toying with you for a while. So, um, but the the national title game last year was you went into overtime and it was a great game. But you don't have Roquan Smith anymore. You know you don't have Sonny Michelle. You don't have. Uh, uh, Nick Chubb, you know, so, I mean, I don't know, it's, 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 it's kind of like, the way I look at it is Alabama's just been dominant for so long, so I don't know how that's going to play out as far as uh, how dominant they're going to be, but I, I am leaning towards Alabama to win the game, and it, it hurts me as a Georgia fan to say that, but I, I just think that's what's going to happen. Um, Clemson is playing Pitt, I don't, I don't really care about that game. You know, I, I think Clemson's gonna gonna take Pitt easily. So, as far as I'm concerned, those are the games that I'm looking at as far as the playoff picture goes. Um, once if Georgia loses, like I said, they may may well lose. Um, who gets it next? Is it Ohio State or Oklahoma? Um, Ohio State lost to Purdue, and you know, but they turn around, they did beat Michigan. You know, so it's like. It's a toss-up there. I can't remember who Oklahoma um, lost to. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up, to be honest with you. Okay. Oklahoma lost to Texas earlier this year. And what happened with that, they lost by three. And now they got to go back and play Texas again for the Big 12 title. Uh, that They have to go back to the scene of the crime as well and try to right the wrong. And I think that this go-around, I think Oklahoma will take that. If Oklahoma takes that, um, I think it's going to be pretty much a, a, a good case that they could get back in. Uh, Ohio State, they have the Big Ten Championship against Northwestern. Um, it, it, it's just going to be, I think the fact that Texas 
is a more formidable opponent. I think that's the reason why they will end up winning. Uh, so I'm I'm more inclined to say that that's that's what's going to happen. You know, if um, Northwestern is number 19th in the country, but at the same time, you know, it's not Texas. You know, Texas is 14th, so they may get the nod. Oh, I'm sorry, Northwestern is 21st. Um, so yeah, that just makes more the case for uh, Oklahoma to possibly get in if uh, if both both of those you know teams decide to win their games. So we're looking at a whole situation of what Georgia may do. Um, if Georgia wins, oh man, that's going to be really uh, it's going to be real interesting because how far does Alabama fall? You know, if everybody win and Alabama loses. Um, is Alabama out? That's gonna be a tough one. So, um, cause you know it, it's it's you know they they are number four, and they, maybe they do drop the number four. You know, I mean I don't know. It's it, it's it's it'll be interesting because it, it got a situation where those two are probably end up swapping. Um, me personally, I would like to see Alabama out if Georgia wins because I just want to see something different in the in the national title game. But hey, who am I? I mean. We all like to see stuff different, but we never know what we may get. So I just think that is interesting. Um, just let me know what your thoughts. You know, you can always uh, hit me up on Twitter at VFBaller. Find out uh, what my response to your response is. And that could be pretty fun. I mean, if you're listening to this on YouTube, you know, you can always hit this um, the, the comment section down below. And you can check that out as well. So really interesting how that's going to play out. I'm, I'm very uh, interested to see how that goes. So. Um, so, uh, just let me know. Let's jump to the next topic real quick. Um, this topic is uh, somewhat a little touchy-feely. I mean, you, you kind of got away from it from, at one point, and it, it, it just jumps back up in the limelight. You got Reuben Foster. Um, fine, uh, you know, he um, got, you know, arrested again for domestic violence. Um, he has been arrested numerous times on suspicion of domestic violence. Uh he also been arrested with the uh, threats, assault with uh, uh, assault weapon possession, um, and this was like as early as this year. This happened in 2018, you know, and uh, and he comes back later up in April. Um, he was, uh, let's see, his girlfriend said that he did not uh, strike her or threaten her, and the, the domestic violence was claiming after Foster attempted to end the relationship, and. Uh, and it, it, you know, and it ended up having her girlfriend testify that she fabricated the story as a money scheme. So it's just a lot of weird stuff going on. Now, turn around, uh, just a few days ago, he's been arrested on again on probable cause of the, the misdemeanor domestic violence, and he was released by the 49ers. So you you just got a lot of stuff going on with this guy, and for him to turn around and get picked up by the Redskins, um, the NFL already stated they're going to put him on an exempt list, which is, uh, um, me personally, I think he should be uh, out of the league at this point. This is like, uh, getting real ridiculous. Um, I'm not saying permanently, but he should be out for some time because it's just too much going on here um, for him to continue to be a part of the NFL as a player. Uh, what, you mean, you, I mean, how many chances do you think you need to get in and uh, I, I've seen on Twitter where a lot of people was already talking about the situation with Colin Kaepernick. He's not in the league, um, but this but this guy continues to get chances over and over again. 
I, I'm, like I said, I don't think he, he should not be in the league. He needs to spend some time at home uh, doing something else because um, this is just too much. It's just too many times in this year alone. You know, and, and I'm not even talking about the one he had in January. You know, January, he's been arrested uh, for possession of marijuana. I mean, I know that's, you know, marijuana. Okay, they have been gotten really lenient on the marijuana stuff. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's still adding up to the other stuff behind it. You know, the marijuana charge is one thing. But when you have the other stuff along with it and you still were able to get signed by another team, what does that say about the NFL? You know, I mean, you have a, you know, a, a player here that's constantly getting in trouble. I mean, he's been in trouble at, at least on three occasions this year alone. And he ended up getting signed by the Washington Redskins. Now, this whole situation with Washington Redskins, I think they came out with a statement or something like that, which is like, I mean, I don't even want to read the statement because it, it, to me, it it's just, it's pointless to do so. I don't see there's a reason you need to have a statement with this situation because, I mean, what, what are you going to tell us? You know what I mean? Just tell us something that, you know, some PR junk that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I can look at the 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 statement um, and see what it really talks about. Statement made by uh, Washington Redskins Vice President of Player Personnel, Doug Williams, uh, and I quote, this is what he said. Today, we have claimed the rights of linebacker Ruben Foster. The Redskins fully understand the severity of the recent allegations made against Ruben. If true, you can be assured that these allegations are nothing our organization will ever, ever condone. Let me be clear. This is Doug Williams. Let me be clear. Ruben will have to go through numerous steps, including the full legal process and investigation and potential discipline for the NFL, as well as meeting with counselors and associates. Now, now, hold on. Now, if you're doing all it, why are you signing this guy? He has to go through all this stuff. Why would you sign him? It, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm going to keep going on with this. With that being said, we decided to investigate the situation with Ruben further by claiming his rights after candid conversations with a number of his ex-Alabama teammates and current Redskins players who are overwhelmingly supportive of us taking this chance. So basically, the players are pretty much signing the signing other players to the team. I mean, look, I don't I don't have a problem with players helping other players get jobs or nothing like that. But it becomes a time where you're like, wait a minute. Maybe he need to cool down for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look at Alden Smith. I mean, it, with Alden Smith, he was like a ticking time bomb ready to go. So it was just, you know, when you saw that, was that was brewing. And, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't, I, I don't know. But, um, all right, let me finish this, the quote. The, the, let me finish the quote. Nothing is promised to Ruben, but we're hopeful being around so many of his former teammates and friends will eventually provide him with the best possible environment to succeed both personally and professionally. <sighs> and like I said, this whole situation is not a bad look. I mean, I'm sorry, it is a bad look by the Redskins. I really wish DJ was here to really talk about this. I know he, like I said, he's not here right now. But um, I know he'll have a lot to say when he does return. But um, this is absolutely... I, I, I don't get it. When you when you have a guy who decides to take a knee over, you know, social injustice, which, you know, I, I have my 
you know, my ups and downs about that. I'm not, I'll, I'll just put it on the record. I'm not 100% behind the actual protest, but I'm actually 100% what he's protesting for. You know, when, like I said in previous, once it gets to a point where it got out of hand, you know, it, it just, uh, what you call it, it got hijacked by other people and it just went out of a loop. You know, so it was like at the point where it need to come back to what it was all about. It's all about, you know, you know, all unarmed black men getting shot down by these officers. But the people took it to another level where it's just it, it was uncontrollable at that point. I, I have my ups and downs about that. But nevertheless, he can't do Kaepernick can't get a job. With, he did nothing nowhere near as hurtful as what Reuben Foster did. I mean, you have other players in the league that had the same thing. I mean, uh, who was the guy that played for the, um, oh, he played for the Cowboys uh, and played for the Panthers. I think Greg Hardy, I think this is his name. Same situation, you know. I mean, he, they had, like, serious evidence on him, you know. But, it, I mean, I don't want to make it into a Kaepernick situation, but it just tells you, it just shows you the hypocrisy of the NFL. Just let stuff like this ride, you know. I mean, I'm actually surprised Ray Rice did not get a job back yet. Seriously. I mean, I know he was the face of the whole situation, of the domestic violence situation, but um, at the end of the day, if you're going to let stuff like this fly, why don't he get a job back? But, I mean, there's it, nothing else I need to add to. I just think it's really ridiculous that um, why this guy is getting another chance. Um, I see what Doug Williams was saying, but, I mean, you, you're just... You're doing so much for this guy who's had so many situations done, you know, so many legal situations in one year when you could have had somebody who's just trying to make it and try to do something to end the NFL, could have gave them that slot and tried to mold a, a pretty much a stand-up guy and a, and a, a, a citizen that does not have a, a record or any legal issues, could have put them in that spot compared to, you know, Ruben Foster. Now, don't get me wrong. I know his talent is there, but when you have all the situation going on, I, I don't see how, personally, I don't see how he gets, uh, you know, I didn't. I don't see how he got signed. But, I mean, hey, maybe I'm in the minority. Let me know. You know, hit me up on uh, First and Frame. Oh, I'm sorry. Hit me. Yeah, you can hit me up on First and Frame Race on SoundCloud where you can um, uh, let me know what you think there. Uh, or um, if you like or dislike as far as um, what you uh, like at this part of the podcast, or you can just hit me up on Twitter um, at VFBaller. You can let me know what you think there as well. And once again, if you are listening to this on YouTube, you can leave your comment in the comment section. Let me know what you think about that. Okay, I had a couple of other um, uh, topics pertaining to sports gaming and the football era. Um, you, we had a couple of guys that's on my Twitter, you know, one, a couple of my followers, you can catch them, uh, catch me on, like I said, on Twitter, VF Baller, you can catch me there at any time, you can ask me any question, or if you have a topic you want to be discussed on here, you know, I can discuss it, or if my co-host, yeah, all three of us can discuss it together, uh, if I have any guests at any time, you can discuss it there as well, but that's what it's for, you know, you can always check us out there, and, um, and we can give you a comment there, and we can also put it on the podcast as well. Um, basically, when I was looking at um, the comments on my Twitter feed about what you know we want to talk about or whatever, um, basically, 
this whole thing about 2K football. 2K football and not just 2K football, just any football game coming back and or coming out that could that could be would they be relevant? Um I think the situation with 2K, I think 2K just don't care on their end, but on our end, I think it has impacted heavily on the football gaming industry. Not, it doesn't matter how well NFL 2K5 was an all-pro football 2K8. Just the fact that they have not put anything out on the back end basically gave us nothing but Madden. And quite frankly, I'm not sure if it just gave Madden um, a situation where they can just chill for an extended amount of time. I mean, for all this is a purpose, and people may not want to believe this, Madden has just now started to improve on what they should have been improving on back in maybe 2009, 2010. That, that's just my my um, my opinion about it. Now, do I think it's a bad game? No, I, I think Madden has gotten better since Madden 25, but not on the level where I wanted to be. I think Madden 25 and, you know, a couple other since then has been good games to play. Now, I don't think they've been a full-on sim like we wanted to be. I don't think it has been as sim as 2K football, but it has its moments. You know, I'm not here to, you know, to bash the bash the game or whatever, but the fact that 2K has not made a football game or any other game company made a football game to actually um, put, you know, Madden in a position to, you know, really try to do something on the back end, Similar to what NBA Live is doing, where they're actually trying, they're really trying to put that game out on, put that game up on the map as a really good basketball game. I think Madden is just now starting to catch his stride, and it's kind of unfortunate because I mean we've been looking for something like this for almost nine, ten years, and um, and but I mean you know that's just my opinion about it, and uh, and I think um, 2K's impact is still you know. It's a, it's a big impact because despite the legacy of Madden and I thought Madden back then was just the standard it was it was a, a fantastic football game back on the PS2 days don't get me wrong 2K had a good game in its own right possibly one of the best football games I've ever played in 2K5 but the fact that 2K has just been there for 14 years it, 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 it people have very fond memories of that game. I mean, you even from the guys who were around when that game came out up until like you know, you know people who just found out for the first time about that game. You know, I have a a, a family friend. You know, the kid come over up here to my game room and wants to play two K five at all times. You know, um, it, it's just amazing. The modern community, NFL two K five rosters dot com. Uh, also, you have All Pro 2K8 with um, their modding and stuff. They're still doing, you know, S SFL is still doing games on their Twitch and YouTube, live streaming like a real league. I mean, I think it's fantastic how they got that going. But on the flip side of that, uh, it, it, the impact is on the flip side of that. We really would love to see 2K do something. It, there, there's nothing stopping them from doing another all-pro football or unlicensed game or whatever the case may be. And um, speaking of unlicensed, uh, we had another um, another uh, topic that someone um, sent to me. And they asked, um, is there any chance for another company to make another football game or is it too late? 
or also do they need to have the NFL license to be relevant? This is a very good question, and I'm glad that uh, this was brought up because this is something that's always been, you know, debated, especially since I, you know, started doing, you know, videos on YouTube or, you know, when I was doing those and um, the sports videos on YouTube or when I started the podcast, you know, this is something that has been brought up a lot and I never really, really went into how I feel about it. So here it goes. Um I think there's a very good chance for another company to make a football game. And I'm not talking about, you know, you see Axis out there. You see, um, you know, Canucks football. You see a couple other people making football games. Um, they're doing great on their own, in their own lane, you know. I mean, I remember when Axis started as an indie game on PC. Now it's on consoles. I mean, he's done a fantastic job with his game. Um, we had a couple other games that made it to consoles doing great. But I'm pretty sure this uh, topic is basically pertaining to a AAA title. Let's just say, like, my last episode of the podcast when I talked about Yaku Sports, I mean, Pro Yaku Spirits, them Konami making a baseball game. Would you flip that and see if they made a football game? Or let's just say if uh, Sony decides to make a football game. Does it have to be, do it have to be licensed? Or uh, what about the quality? Is it too late to even worry about a game? Because it might not be as good quality as Madden. Or hell, even 2K football for that matter. Um, but like I said, I think it's a chance. I mean, any game could get off the ground and be uh, be successful. It's all about what they put in the game and how well it's perceived. You know, I mean, you just can't put anything out there and expect people to buy it. So with that being said, uh, you really have to put your best foot forward if you put a game out like that. Even if it's unlicensed. I mean, it would not hurt. Especially if it's unlicensed, I think it's low risk. And I know I'm talking low risk because, you know, it does take a lot to make a game. But I'm speaking of low risk based on other, you know, titles that are out there. And if everything goes well, you could possibly make a profit off of it and build off of that. You know, I mean, you just never know how that may go. Uh, But like I said, with that being said, I think there's a really good chance that a company can make a football game and, and be successful? And also, do they need the shield to be relevant? Um, I'm almost like 80, 20 to that. I think 80, yes, they need the shield. And no on the 20. And the 20% of this is, like, if the game plays good, people will play it. You know I mean? They will. And on top of that, they may not even need the shield. What if they can get a little bit of college teams? Or what if they can get the college license back? You never know how that may play out because that's still in litigation. What if they get the college license? You know, you never know how that may go. Because I, I I can tell you now, I'm not sure if the college license is open back up again. I'm not sure if that will be technically exclusive like the NFL license. I don't think it will this go around. But um, if it, it doesn't have to be shield, you know. It could be, you know, and I know the customization is um, is always a, a, a avenue. Um, I don't know how big that would be, honestly. People talk a good game, but then again, when it's time to customize and stand the third, you have the people that was willing to customize and do great. They do a great job, but the people who receive the customization, let's say if, okay, I got the NFL teams on this game, and not too many people are really willing to go through all of that to actually get the teams on the game you know i mean i don't that's just me i I mean casually speaking you know 
Uh, I think NCAA 14 did a very good job with their team builder, but NCAA 14 already had a base. They already had the authentic teams of 126 college teams already. So that was an incentive for you to buy the game and then turn around and get the team builder for your um, 1AA or FCS teams on there. So that, yeah, I know that NCAA football did a fantastic job with it, but that's what happens when you have it on the back end. Um, the back end of that is you already have, you know, those teams already. Well, a full unlicensed game, uh, people are just going to look at it on the surface and be like, uh, I may not be interested in that. But I think the gameplay will pull it. But it's just all, at the end of the day, it's all about how it's marketed and how much money they can bring back on the back end. That's basically what it is. So um, I think those are pretty much what, you know, what will make it as far as those um as far as those two topics i think it's never too late to make a game no matter what the game is you know i think you will be able to be successful it just all depends on how you um how you put it out there and and uh i think it'll be successful if it's if it's just done right good gameplay uh, possibly easy customization or if the teams that you have on there just have that attitude to gravitate people so um, I think that would be uh, fantastic if they can pull that off and as far as 2K how did the impact it, it still felt today 2K is I mean I, I said this in a podcast a, a couple weeks back NFL 2K5 is still an amazing football game to this day I, I'm still having a blast with that game and I, I absolutely love it. I think it's great. And I'm a big fan of the game. I mean, I've played that game extensively throughout its lifespan. Um, I put hundreds and hundreds of um, time uh, hours of time in that game. Um, I just love it. I, I love every bit of it. And um, I, I just can't get enough of it. So the impact on my end, I know it, it, it's been a huge impact in my gaming. And I, I love it. I love the game today, and um, I still play it today. So uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode of First and Frame Rates. Uh, once again, I'm your host, VF Baller. This is episode 45. If you always want to follow me on Twitter, it's at VF Baller. If you want to follow us on SoundCloud, you can just look up First and Frame Rates. If you're listening to this on YouTube, just click the link in the SoundCloud link in the description. Also, if you want to subscribe to us on iTunes, I really uh, recommend you guys uh, subscribing on iTunes. It makes the the numbers go up, and um, once the numbers go up, it gets more relevant. More people can see what we're doing, and um, like I said, we can see if we can make this hobby go um, bigger than what it is, and we can probably do more with the podcast. Uh, I have a couple more things in the works in the beginning of the year. I don't want to talk about it right now, but I got some things in the works of possibly have a little bit more expansion of the podcast and i'm definitely going to um pull that out there uh put that out there when uh the time is right but um i I do appreciate you guys listening and really enjoying the podcast just let me know give me any feedback any other topics you want to discuss always hit me up on vf baller you can always hit up my other co-host which is dj81 that's dj and you can also hit bills up at bills fourth and we'll always be here making content for you uh even when these guys aren't around, I know they have busy lives. There'll be times I may not be around as well. And um, we're just going to be here to try to do the best we can at the end of the day. And I hope you guys enjoyed. And you guys take care. We'll see you next time. Peace.